Hey everyone, this is Isabella. Thanks so much for tuning in to Slugcast. Today I have two very special guests that I will be introducing later, but today's episode is a part of a housing podcast series I'd like to do, and I did kind of touch on this topic in my COVID safe tips for students off campus podcast, but today we're going to be talking about something really different. As a young adult trying to make it on my own in college, housing has become a really important topic to understand, especially in Santa Cruz. In Santa Cruz specifically, housing is a hot topic because of the housing crisis that exists in our community. The general lack of affordable housing in combination with income inequality makes for a situation in which many students can be left housing insecure or needing assistance with basic needs. It's not only the larger socioeconomic influences that are creating housing insecurity for students, but relationships with landlord creating housing insecure situations. Figuring out what kind of rights you have as a tenant is really, really key to maintaining a respectful relationship with your landlord. It's important to know what you can expect from them and what they are expecting from you. This can be hard to navigate, and UCSC does have a renter's workshop I would recommend going through if you're looking for housing off campus. I'm excited to be introducing to you all today a new program through the Student Union Assembly in partnership with the Dean of Students that provides free legal consultation services to students related to off-campus housing. Today, I will be talking with Garrett Naiman, the Associate Vice Chancellor and Dean of Students at UCSC, and Tyler Atkinson, a lawyer at McManus Faulkner, which is the law firm that provides this service to UCSC students. So let's get right into it. Thanks again for meeting with me. I really appreciate it. Today, I did want to start with just some brief introductions just for the listeners to get acquainted with with who I'm talking to. So yeah, if you guys want to start off by just introducing yourselves. You go first, Garrett. Okay. Garrett. All right. Uh, yeah, very happy to be here. I'm, I'm Garrett Naiman, he, him, his pronouns, and I'm the Associate Vice Chancellor and Dean of Students at UC Santa Cruz. And I'm Tyler Atkinson. I'm a lawyer at McManus Faulkner, a law firm in San Jose. I'm also a banana slug, and um, I'm working uh, with UCSC to provide the service that we're going to be talking about today. While I was editing this, I wanted to hop in here and say Tyler is not only a banana slug, but still resides in Santa Cruz, holding a position on the board of our local boys and girls club, and just enjoys being an active member in the Santa Cruz community. I think it's so cool that Tyler is working on this team and working with banana slugs, giving back to this community. Anywho, let's get back to this interview. I am happy to hear that you're a banana slug. Um, and that kind of follows into my first question about this, this new program that is through the Division of Student Affairs and Success, um, providing off-campus housing legal consultation services. Was that something that you spearheaded, Tyler, that you were really interested in after coming from this community that you saw the need for these services for students? Or is that something that someone reached out to you all for? I, I think the credit all goes to UCSC and, and Garrett and, and his team. Uh, and I mean, I could go on about the people that I've spoken with, but I think Garrett could probably speak to sort of the origin of this. I'm, I'm sort of just happy to, to play a part in it. Yeah, so it was actually the idea got going originally from students and student leaders in SUA. And so it was student leadership that led to this program. Students obviously know what they need best. And uh, we all know that 
the housing market and uh, the complexities of navigating uh, housing and landlords and leases and all the things that come with housing in the Santa Cruz area are challenging and, and difficult sometimes. And, and so students were invited, along with other offices and units around campus, to apply for some funding through the Office of the President that had to do with housing insecurity and housing needs. And so um, it wasn't this year. It took some time to get off the ground. But in a previous year, uh, some of the SUA officership applied for this funding and was able to procure it along with some funding that went to what's known as the student advocate office that also works on things related to basic needs. And so once SUA procured the funding, then it became a partnership between the Dean of Students Office and SUA to uh, kind of make this service come to life for all students. And as with many things, it took a little bit of time to get the details worked out. Uh, But as we were looking for the best possible framework and platform to engage in off-campus housing legal consultation services. Uh, that's when we linked up with Tyler and McManus, and it was just a really great fit. Tyler being an alum, uh, dedicated to student success and the needs of students at UC Santa Cruz in particular. And we had originally thought about hiring one attorney to do this, but with McManus, we got a cadre of attorneys and Tyler, who is a banana slug himself, kind of backing the whole thing. And so that that's sort of how we, we got started. Nice. So I guess also Tyler, having come from the community and um, knowing kind of the challenges that, as you were saying, Garrett, that students face with housing insecurity and just basic needs like that. I mean, were you familiar with the kinds of housing issues that you would anticipate on helping students with? Sure. Well, I, I, it goes back 20 years to when I was a student trying to find housing and the difficulties of that. And I think probably about 15 years ago or so, the New York Times had a cover page article about the housing crisis in America. And it went through, I think it was like the top five cities in America where they, they had the biggest discrepancy between income and cost of living. And Santa Cruz found itself, if not at the very top of the list, close to it. So this has been an issue Santa Cruz has been facing for a while. And, and income inequality is just one piece of many other things, population crunch. Um, and we have a very dynamic uh, culture in Santa Cruz that, that sort of plays out in different ways. So it's something I've been aware of for quite a while. And then for probably the last 12 years, I've been the managing attorney of a legal clinic for students at another university. Um, and so I've been sort of doling out advice to students at that university on a range of subjects, uh, which included landlord-tenant. And um, so while Santa Cruz has its own issues, I'm sort of versed in some of the issues that students frequently face. And then we've had this program open for a little while now, so I've been able to talk to students and maybe get a feel even more for what we're facing in Santa Cruz. Nice. Yeah. Um, and, and just reading about the service, it, it seems that you provide information to students about um, their legal obligations as, as renters and also what rights they have as renters. And so I was curious, is there a renter's right that you think everyone should know about? Well, that's a kind of a question I get a lot just when I meet people who are uh, potentially going to um, rent property. And there is no one piece of advice I think I could could boil it down to other than um, it starts, I, I think, with just assessing who you're dealing with. 
whether it's someone that you will be able to work with if, you know, um, there's a problem and it's, it's so hard. The, the, the issue I think with landlord tenant, that relationship, it's an asymmetrical relationship and there's a lot of power on the landlord side and the law tries to even the playing field, but it's, it's only, you know, it only goes so far as, um, what the student knows is their rights. You know, the cliche knowledge is power. Um, but in terms of, you know, what, what's the one piece of advice I'd say it's a voluntary, somewhat voluntary, uh, who your landlord's going to be. I say somewhat, because of course, in a crunch where there's not a lot of potential housing, there are not always a lot of options who that person will be or company. And so I'd say if you get a bad five, not that that's a legal term, but if you just don't think that you're going to mesh with whoever you're doing essentially business with, I'd say turn around because it doesn't get better. In fact, it can get a lot messier. That's really good advice. I do think in order to work anything out uh, with your landlord, you have to have a good relationship with them or just know that they're also willing to work with you through whatever problems you have. But I do feel as a student that I was as prepared as I could be for what the housing market looks like in Santa Cruz through the renters workshop that the school provides. And a lot of landlords, in order to rent to you, require that you take this renters workshop. Um, so I am curious, Garrett, what kind of overlap you see with this program with stuff like the renters workshop or like other programs. Like I know if a student's issues don't align with what this off-campus legal consultation service can provide that there's um, the conflict resolution services too. So I was just wondering if you could talk about any overlaps there. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, all these services are good to utilize. Uh, Like I said, I mean, we've all acknowledged that it's a tricky housing market. And so the more help you can get, the better. And this is not exactly what you asked, but I'll just say this as well. in addition to things like landlord disputes and some of the more complicated issues that we sort of nodded to a moment ago, uh, it doesn't have to be that complicated to seek out off-campus housing legal consultation services. Sometimes it's just leases are tricky things to look at. Uh, Most of us aren't trained to understand a rental lease and what all these words mean and the legalese. So um, I would encourage students to go to the renter's workshop uh, and to utilize other related services on campus, but also use this service for something as simple as that and get a consultation to just make sure you understand what's in the lease uh, when you're looking it over if you don't have someone to otherwise support you. So I would say um, that's great. You did mention conflict resolution services. I think that comes into play when maybe it's not a legal matter and maybe it's not necessarily a dispute between let's say student and landlord, but maybe a couple of different students uh, who are living off campus together are struggling to make sense of um, what it means to be roommates together, uh, you know, and all kinds of things surface, especially in the stressful times that we're in. There's crisis on crisis that's impacting so many of us right now. And I think tensions are high. And so the campus has conflict resolution, you know, for, for situations like that, that might not be legal situations that would be in the purview of McManus or this program. Nice. I guess segueing off of that, I was wondering how this service in particular could be helpful to more vulnerable people, or I guess, yeah, I I would say more vulnerable people in our community, like like undocumented students or 
um, just where, you know, barriers in, in terms of language or, um, I don't know, I, coming from a more conservative part of the country, like gender identity could also be a barrier sometimes. Um, so yeah, how does this service serve those students? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I think documented status is, is, and gender are a couple of different instances. And we know that racism can be uh, a part of what it looks like to be a student trying to uh, secure a, a rental. And so uh, there are a lot of ways that I think identity intersects with some of the challenges that come with trying to be a renter in the Santa Cruz or any area. And so um, if a student thought that there was discrimination at play or um, that they were experiencing discrimination or mistreatment once they've signed the lease, that would be squarely within uh, the purview of McManus to kind of give consultation about and to, uh, to speak through those issues with a student. I'll let Tyler say more, but I think that, that was one of the things I think the students definitely had in mind when they uh, advocated to get this funding for other students. And it's something that I have in mind as I, um, come on this podcast or do other uh, approaches to marketing to get students to know about this service. Yeah, thank you, Garrett. I, I, I would second that. And it really goes to a core value of my law firm, which is partly what we do are civil rights cases. It's a major part of uh, uh, the work we do. The lawyers who provide uh, the advice to students, it's a diverse uh, set of attorneys um, including everything from uh, so, uh, someone from the Navy to uh, a dreamer to um, probably, I, I want to say, eight or nine different countries uh, of origin represented in the attorneys who give advice to students. Um, and things like uh, issues like uh, race, gender, religion, it's all very important to us. It's one of the reasons why the attorneys are well-versed in anti-discrimination laws and um, looking for those issues and, and, and trying to assess, assess holistically how to deal with the issue, how to deal with whatever legal concern there is and make sure they're giving them um, the proper advice. And I mean, I would also add you know, to the extent there's a concern of discrimination, UC Santa Cruz takes that seriously. And it's been very clear that if a student believes that they're facing a problem like that, um, the, the consultations are attorney-client privileged. So we cannot disclose to anyone what's been told to us. But that said, if someone tells me something that I think is a concern and I think is a concern that UCSC would be interested in, I always ask, and the attorneys who give advice would always ask for consent from the, the student to be able to let UC Santa Cruz know what's going on. And, and you know, that's something we would discuss with the student. They need to know because otherwise we can't abrogate that privilege. Uh, but it, it's, it's more often something that the community needs to know about it. And, and, you know, basically everything should be brought to bear to deal with it. Yeah, and I would add that Community Rentals is a great resource on campus and they care deeply about these issues as well. All the challenges that uh, students might face in the Santa Cruz housing market, but you know, in particular, something like discrimination uh, would fall on the radar of Community Rentals and they kind of keep track of if there are particular landlords that may have engaged in that behavior so that they can not necessarily be promoting, promoting uh, uh, those rental properties to the community if they find out that there's problematic um, 
you know, behavior or discriminatory behavior that are that is occurring. Thanks so much for for speaking on these issues. It, it's really reassuring to to hear this from the dean of students and and from people working with us too. So I really appreciate it personally. Um, and I did have a question about, I guess, kind of more of a technicality. I know in our community, I can't even pretend that I know what these struggles are like, but I know a lot of students live in their cars, or that's, that is a big problem. And I know that I, I would always suggest to reach out to Slug Support. That's a really great resource for students. Um, but I do know in our community, there's been a lot of um, kind of backlash and just conversation about um, RVs and and that kind of living situation. So I was wondering if these services would extend to students who live in their cars and and how that would play out. I, I would just say I, I, my I would certainly give consultation to a student if they're living in a car. Um, to me, that if the car is your house, it's your house, um, and that doesn't mean that you are not um, qualified to get our services. And uh, you know. I've, I've taken it as the mission that's been given to us by UC Santa Cruz to be very open-minded in terms of students who have issues, you know, uh, we're, we're trying to help them and, and not parse uh, whether or not their, their, um, their, their issue precisely falls under the ambit of a, a housing issue. But I actually think that unless there were maybe more details to the hypothetical, I think that would definitely qualify if, if that's if that's where they're living. Yeah, I, I appreciate uh, Tyler you saying that, and I I think I would echo that and just say when in doubt, call the phone number that I'm uh, that you know that we have listed to get the consultation services and see what you can find out and see what help the law firm can be uh, to you. Uh, you mentioned slug support, so if I may, I'll just take that as an entry point as well to talk more about. Um, this idea of uh, uh, other support for students in housing. Um, so select support is obviously our case management program on campus for students, which provides wraparound case management uh, because we know that if students are dealing with housing insecurity, uh, chances are they're dealing with a myriad of different challenges ranging from food insecurity to other, other things that may be going on in their life or in the classroom or what have you. And so uh, our select support uh, staff work with students, uh, not just around what they come in for, but anything that might be presenting as part of multiple challenges. And uh, one of the services that Slug Support can provide related to our conversation today is emergency housing. And so prior to the pandemic, when we had more space on campus in on-campus housing, we had uh, 12 beds set up for emergency housing for students that found themselves homeless or housing insecure uh, for whatever reason that that may uh, um, be happening in their life. And we hope to have that back soon as we move through the pandemic. But in the meantime, we still have emergency housing available for students who uh, have nowhere to go or find themselves suddenly without housing for all the reasons that could happen. And if uh, students wanted to, they could reach out to Slug Support, make an appointment. Um, you know, if it's an immediate need, they can get a, a crisis appointment and we'll provide um, a hotel stay free of charge for students that are in need. And then, as I mentioned, work with the student around any other challenges they might be facing, as well as come up with a long-term plan for a more sustainable housing situation. So, uh, uh, you know, please reach out to Slug Support if there are any students facing, you know, homelessness or housing insecurity. 
Yeah, that perfectly segues off of the next question I was going to ask, and I, I feel like it actually did answer it. I was going to um, ask about any any significance that you see in the timing of this program, considering our ever-changing knowledge of the COVID-19 pandemic um, and just how they have played off of each other. Yeah, I mean, I think we've all seen that uh, COVID makes everything harder. And so, you know, housing is a big part of that and housing insecurity in the middle of a global pandemic is scary and um, just a, a really difficult thing for folks to navigate. So uh, I think sort of use of one or multiple of the resources that we're talking about today is a great idea for students that found themselves in that situation. And, um, you know, we're ready to, we're ready to support in any way we can. Great. I did want to ask just about the larger kind of game plan, I guess, of, of this program. I was wondering in what ways you're hoping to impact student life through this program? Sure. The most important thing to me is just to, to help the students to level the playing field, to give, to empower them. Um, I, you asked Isabella about the, um, about COVID and, and the effects. And it's just, it's, Garrett's totally right. It's causing a strain. And, and, and Garrett made the point about it's not just the landlords and tenants, it's also roommates. We're all human beings and, and, and it's just, it's a difficult time right now. So uh, what I wanna try to help is not necessarily just be the lawyer and tell them, you know, here's, what, here's you know, how to sue somebody or something like that. It's actually much more holistic and it's much more, if I can help someone solve a problem through talking to somebody, or, or bringing the stakeholders together. That, that's what's important to me. And, and that's, I think that's even a bigger service to provide the students to help them not just deal with a legal issue, but move on past that legal issue. Yeah, I, I just, I think this is a really great new service to be um, as part of our greater basic needs efforts um, and our student advocacy efforts. Um, and it's, I think it's all that much more wonderful that it came out of student leadership and advocacy to get it started. And so, you know, between our, our, our food pantry efforts and our emergency housing program, you, you talked about the, the rental workshops and we talked about community rentals, slug support, um, the food that's being produced and distributed from the farm um, at, our, at our cafe. I think these all come together to be our response to bigger systemic and institutional challenges that we need to continue to work through. And these by no means are the answer to those systemic problems, but there are certainly our response while we try to figure out um, bigger mechanisms for addressing that need. And I think this was a, a really great new resource that we didn't have before and the students didn't have before that I'm, I'm really hoping students use so much that there's less of a need for it in the area because of what they learn from the consultation because of how they would be able to navigate the area and the, the situation and you know, sort of the housing market after, after getting support. Wow. Well, this was just really encouraging to, to talk to you guys about this new program um, and just to have reassurance that, that there's support like this from, from not just the student body, but from um, the people kind of more in charge, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. Um, but yeah, it's just been really great talking with you guys. I want to thank you both again for your time with me today. Thank you, Isabella. May I give a plug for the phone number? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, how can students reach you all? Thank you. Please call us at 
918-2091. That's 408-918-2091. That's a dedicated phone number. When that phone rings, we know exactly who you are and why you're calling. That's fantastic. Thanks so much. And uh, thank you, Isabella, for the work you're doing to get uh, information to everybody about all the all that's going on at UC Santa Cruz in the area. Yeah, of course. I I love this job. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Making this podcast today with Garrett and with Tyler was really such a pleasure, and I want to thank you all so much for listening to Slugcast today. We come out with new episodes every day, so be sure to check back for more Slugcast content. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and RSS.com. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, too. Our handle is ucsc.dsas. Thanks so much, y'all.